The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrough. Alright, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. This week, it is sponsored by Stephanie Vitelli. She donated $150 to the Laptop Pledge Drive. You are the best, Stephanie. Thanks to Joe and Andy and a bunch of other people who donated like $20 and $50. They got us over the line. This week is the last week of my laptop. I've had it since 2007. Probably written like... 400 Saints columns on it. I've watched a lot of porn on it. Still doing the grinding noise. Still doing the grinding noise, but this is going to be the last week. I'm going to Best Buy this weekend. Next week, we're going to have a new computer running this podcast. I can't believe you had a computer that lasted eight years. That's well, I had a, I read the, I, I, the, 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 uh, the hard drive crashed about four years ago, and I did a, I put a new hard drive in it. So it's like it's got a couple new pieces in it, but I mean, the grinding noise put it over, but Stephanie Batelli, she donated one hundred fifty dollars. We want to thank everybody. It's we just it's Batelli, all. That's that sounds Italian. No, that yeah, ser- like seriously, Italian like I just want to say, I mean, we we all do this for free, obviously, and we love it. But uh, for people to help out, that yeah. it's awesome. It's humbling, and we appreciate it greatly. Yeah, we do. Um, so well, uh, I get paid. <laughs> the big bucks the big bucks so um i saw that the saints had uh a defensive end visit from ucla kevin and i tweeted out that it if they saints draft him it will be my waterloo i may have to give up hosting duties why ralph why because his name and i'm gonna butcher it but i've got the pronunciation key it's o wa ma bay o diggy zuwa that's his name, and that's the pronunciation key. If the Saints draft him and we can't call him just Diggity Zoo, I'm going to have to give up posting duties to Held. I and mean, we don't want that. No, we don't. Um, I don't know anything about him except that it's my nightmare, Andrew. Do you know anything about this defensive end guy? Yeah, I mean, he kind of has a late first round, early second round grade. So, so like, 31 would be, like, prime spot. Well, you got to remember 31, and then the Saints pick, like, 13 picks later, and 12th in the second round. So, you know, that that range is is where he's going to fall. So, you know, I think if he were to fall to the second round and be available for that second pick, I mean, I I would think there's a really strong chance he'll take him. And, yeah, maybe as high as 31. Um. 
Dave, I know it's like four weeks to the draft, and we speculate rampantly and all this, but um, with the Saints at 13, and people have asked this uh, for the podcast question, but I want to do it now. What is the pick at 13 that is possible that would scare you to death if the guy is there that the Saints or, – or a position that's there that the Saints might pick at 13 that would just scare you to death? Dave's not there. So, Kevin, who is a player or, or a position at 13 that would just scare you to death? Like if, if – when the Saints are on the clock at 13, you'll be like, oh, my God, please don't pick that guy. Please don't pick that position. Uh – God, I I want to. I'm of course going to qualify this because I'm I'm a, I'm a shithead, but I'll go out and I'll say Amari Cooper. Ooh, that's because like the Saints, like wide receiver is not is not the the biggest uh, need. Like the biggest need is offensive line or uh, linebacker. Or uh, defensive line, like not, not, not wide receiver. See, I was gonna go, and we'll get Dave and Andrews in a second. I was gonna go Mariota because my feeling is, if if Mariota was there at thirteen, I would be, I wouldn't necessarily be scared that the Saints would, would pick him. I'd be really sad because I know there'd be teams trying to trade up and do like a pretty nice deal with them at 13. And if the Saints didn't didn't trade out of that pick with like Philadelphia or something, I'd be really sad because I feel like if, if Mariota would happen to drop to 13, Andrew, that there would be a really nice deal for Mickey Loomis to make there. Yeah. Yeah, I think my, my main concern, I'll agree with Kevin, but – uh, I think I'd be fine with Cooper. It's just any receiver not named Cooper. Um, so, you know, Devontae Parker, I mean, I've seen oh. some some people having the Saints pick him at 13. He, could, he couldn't get 1,000 yards with Teddy Bridgewater in college. I mean, I, yeah, I, oh. I just think, I just think you know, any receiver not named Cooper. I, I like Kevin White, but, uh, again, like I, he was in an offense that was conducive against less competition. I, I, I really feel like the Saints need to walk away from this draft with, a seriously improved depth and talent on the defensive side of the ball. And the, the 13th pick is going to be their best chance to do that. So and for me, they almost have to go defense. Dave, what's your pick at 13 that would well, drive you batty? Uh, let me, let me, let, let me say. Receiver isn't the biggest. With all of you, Kevin in particular, who started this whole thing by saying that, but I do have a question for Kevin. And that question is who on the Saints roster um, at wide receiver, do they have who can stretch the field? Who's a typical, true wide out? What Andrew said. <laughs> you say Andy Tanner, I will reach through this fucking internet and smack you in the face, Al. No, he's... <laughs> obviously. I really wish two... I could say Andy Tanner. If he said. But but Dave, Brandon is it? Cooks. I think I think yeah, Kevin Cooks. I think Kevin's philosophy on wide receiver is Sean Payton will figure it out. Like that's his that's his theory. Yes. 
I mean, uh, like, okay, like, here's the thing. Sean Payton, uh, w- w- was Devery Henderson a first or a second round Second pick? round pick. Second. Okay. So he was a second round pick, and it took him a while to fucking catch on. His, his first round pick, Robert Meacham, never really, uh, like, with the exception of a few great plays – in 09 and then the uh and then the uh the strip again we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Cowboys... Uh... He was not, didn't amount to a first round pick. Agreed. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm just kind of like. Agreed, but those two plays single handedly won those two games. And he was picked 26. But I mean, Meacham was. I don't know. It was a luxury pick. I don't think Meacham justified his his selection. I I don't think he produced at the level of the first round pick. He did, but he did. But uh, yeah, I, the main thing for me is I, I agree with you, Dave. I, I see your point. Like the Saints need a, a field stretcher, but they've gotten a field stretcher out of Joe Morgan, who was undrafted. They've gotten a field stretcher out of Kenny Stills, who was picked in the fifth round. So you, you've got a guy Tyler Lockett out of Kansas State, who's one of the fastest receivers. In Love the draft. that guy. Love you that guy. You can get that guy in the third or fourth round. So you don't have to spend a thirteenth overall <clears throat> pick to get that. It'll be. It'll be interesting. So, so Dave, if if they don't, if one of those receivers is there and they don't pick him, you're going to be pretty pissed. If one of those in, in the in the second third round? No, in third if thirteen, if like if like Toomer's there or White's there or Cooper Cooper. Cooper Cooper or White is there and they don't pick him, are you going to go on like a Twitter meltdown like I did when they <laughs> traded for Ellerby? I mean, it really all depends on who's left. You know, if you've got guys like Trey Wayans, I, I would pick. I would probably pick Trey Wayans over Cooper. Love the Wayans brothers; they're funny. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would potentially. I don't know. I'm I'm still real big on cornerback. I, I I still I really I said this last week and I'll say it again this week. You know they. Browner, that's great, and he's your number two cornerback, maybe even your number one. You could potentially make an argument that 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 Browner could be the number one guy, um, and Lewis just got dropped that back to to number two. Um, 
but there's there's still there's nothing behind those guys and there's going to be injuries and you just you need to have more depth at cornerback and they have zero depth and uh so I'm I'm still kind of high on the whole cornerback thing. Uh, yeah, the, uh, other, the other the other position I would say is, is linebacker. Obviously, they have nobody at linebacker. They don't have any, any starting middle linebacker. But 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 they they need a veteran at the linebacker. But they they need somebody like a Vilma or a Lofton. They've always had somebody like that um, in the middle to run the defense. Um, I don't think Galette is the answer to that. And and so I'm not sure that drafting a guy is really going to be the solution. I still think the gold circle triumvirate pit for that 13th pick is Vic Beasley, number one, Danny Shelton, number two, Trey Wayne's number three. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, in actual NFL news this week, that was kind of important, maybe not. Atlanta got docked a draft pick because Roddy White was piping in crowd noise. Okay, by the way, let's clarify this. This is not the Rodney White that we all know. I like to think that it is, Dave. <laughs> Can you fucking believe, though, that the, that the same NFL organization has two guys named Roddy White associated with that organization, one playing for them and one working for them? I mean, and they Roddy, both seem like assholes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Roddy is just like – I couldn't name one other – I guess Roddy – And the other one's the one that got fired for doing something stupid. But, right. it, but I, Kevin, I, I can't even name somebody else named Roddy, and and here there are two Roddy Whites on the Atlanta Kevin, what are the odds that Roddy White, the sound guy, did that all on his own? I've got to say it's less than zero. That, uh, that, I don't know, man. That, I th- I think we need a full on outside the lines investigation. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we need John Bard needs to get to Atlanta. I, th- I think there needs to be round-the-clock coverage, and I think we need to have Peter King uh, say what he thinks he thinks about the oh, situation. I think, I, I think Ashley Fox should write an article about Arthur Blank stepping down. He should. Uh, they only had to give – are we – I mean, the part they of – They got off easy. Yes, I know where you're going with this. Yes, they got off easy. They got off easy. They got off super light. And if there's any reason for it at all, I would say it's probably because um, Arthur Blank was forthcoming and honest and told the truth from the beginning. But where um, was the severe punishment? I was promised something severe. It wasn't, they've been doing it for two years, got, man. Two years they've been doing that. They got off easy. Fifth round pick. And they they, said, and they, um, yeah, you know what two years of doing that yielded? A 6-10 and ten record at home. They said if they'd have been better, they'd have taken away more. Well, That's it's not even this year's sixth, fifth round pick. It's, it's next, next year's. I mean, part. I mean, I want to be mad at Sean Pamphlon's going to make a sequel to United States oh, of Football. Oh my so, God, that'll be good. <laughs> oh, Is he still know. alive? He might be. I don't know. Is that true, Kevin? No. <laughs> April Fools. April Fools. Oh God. The thing is, like, I hate Goodell so much. I feel like whenever this comes out, like, I don't like. Atlanta admitted it, but I feel like it, Roger Goodell is so incompetent, such an asshole, and he loves to beat his chest about integrity of the shield and all that bullshit. Like, I, I laughed at Atlanta for like 10 minutes, but then I was like, fuck Goodell, and fuck his sanctimonious bullshit. And, but am I the only one of, of you people that thought that, or y'all just laughed at Atlanta? A little, no, a little bit of both. Uh, so... Kevin, can we is, yeah. is is this something that we can use to hold over Atlanta forever? 
Because I feel like it is. I feel like it goes in the pile of, we got a Super Bowl, you don't. And oh, by the way, you pe- piped in crowd, fake crowd noise because your fans are terrible. I feel like we could right. hold this and, over for a long time. Um, and then quickly be met with the bounty gate. I mean, I, I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't go flapping my gums to any anybody about, you know. I flap my gums, and I just remind them about Ray. Uh, Ray I don't know, Ray man. Rice. I think I think it's different from a fan to fan bragging rights perspective. I mean, it, the the penalty almost doesn't matter. It all, it almost doesn't matter what the NFL levies on the Falcons. It's more of a pride thing that your fan base is so pathetic that your upper management finds it necessary to artificially make the game seem more like like a more intense environment than it really is because your fans just aren't good enough to create it on their own. That that that's oh, the kind of that's the that's the kind of that's the kind of gut punch that Bounty Gate and I'm just talking about fan to fan banter here. I, I just for me that that's way worse because that's a personal affront on your worth as a fan. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's a good point. I mean, my my retort for Bounty Gate is: You believe Goodell about Bounty Gate? Do you believe him about Ray Rice that he did that he that he didn't see the tape? And and people go, oh well, no, he's he's lied about that. I'm like, he lied about that. He might have lied and made shit up about Bounty Gate. And they go, oh yeah, kind of. And they shut up. Uh, now I don't know if there was any other Saints news or whatever, but. Last week after the after the show, we tried to come up with a bracket for for basketball, and because we had four weeks to fill, and we we don't we don't know enough about the draft to talk about the draft for an hour every week. So so Juge came up with this fantastic idea of the best Sean Payton draft pick since '06, the Sean Payton era, and there was 55 draft picks, um, and and Andrew seeded it, and we didn't really bounce anything off him. And he did a fantastic freaking job seeding this tournament. So we're gonna do. Oh, round- I have some. I have some quibbles about seeding. <laughs> well, speak for yourself, Ralph. I mean, I th- I thought the seeding was I thought the seeding was good because they have a lot of people that people don't realize that the Saints traded for them and and gave up multiple draft picks for them, and they were bombs. So we're going to start the draft off. We're going to do round one tonight. Uh, and give everyone the link so they can follow. I'll be updating this live in real time as we go through it. Yeah, it's challenge, challenge with an O, dot com slash Saints Peyton Draft. Um, Wait a minute. Hang on. Spell that. <laughs> challenge. Chalone, C H A double L O N G E dot com slash. Chalonge. Oh, wait. Okay. Dot com slash. Saints Peyton Draft. Now, don't you go sp- spelling Peyton like Peyton Manning here. Yeah, and, and we, had, <laughs> we had people that certain people get buys. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players got buys. So, so hold on, are we cho- are we choosing the best or the worst? We're choosing the best. This okay. is the best Sean Payton draft pick. So okay. round one, opening game, number thirty-two seed Charles Brown versus number thirty-three Martez Wilson. Uh, Martez Wilson, he blocked the, he returned a punt for a touchdown against the Redskins in two thousand twelve. 
You mean he was on sides on that play? He was on sides. The rest of the time, that's all he did. He was off sides. He must have been off sides a half a fucking dozen times. That's all, always on special teams and always when it was fourth and three. Yeah. Dude, there was nobody more incompetent at lining up in the last seven years on the Saints team than Martez Wilson. So I'm voting Charles Brown as a better pick. At least Charles Brown started. And, yeah, he was bad. But he's still in the NFL, I think. So I'm voting Charles Brown, uh, Kevin, Charles Brown, or Martez Wilson. Who was the better draft pick? I'm going to go Charles Brown. Dave? That Charlie Brown. (laughs) That Charlie Brown. Andrew? I'm picking Martez Wilson because, you know, Charles Brown was basically garbage as a backup and finally gets his chance to start, was garbage as a starter, and basically, about halfway through, Sean Payton was like, "Yep, I've had enough. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm replacing you with the rookie." Um, and the thing about Martez Wilson, as bad as he was, he did have a multiple sack playoff game, I believe, against the Detroit Lions. Um, I think he had two sacks in that game and a forced fumble. Um, so he at least made plays in a big game. So that, that's why my vote goes there. Well, Charles Brown moves through, but Andrew. Makes it so it's not unanimous. Okay, second round one game. By the way, I'm very happy to be participating in a tournament where I know things. Yeah. And so I can actually have, you know. Are you guys following along? Did you see that I put the score in already? Yeah, I am watching it now. Yeah. This round two, Dave, you can start us off. Cedric Ellis versus a guy that I completely forgot. Josh Lay. Yeah, you know what? When I was looking over (laughs) these things, I I was the exact same thing, Ralph. I I am completely spacing on who Josh Lay is. I have no fucking clue who that is. I don't remember them ever. I've covered every draft under Peyton and watched closely, and I honestly do not remember who the fuck Josh Lay is. He is the turd in the (laughs) gold-plated 2006 draft like the, the the 2006 draft is like Mona Lisa and he's like the turd in the corner of it. Oh, well I, I mean as much as I dislike Cedric Ellis because the Saints drafted up to get him uh, you going, moved up to draft him you're going you're going Cedric Ellis I think lost. that's a yes yeah um Here's the weird thing. I'm going Cedric Ellis too, but Andrew, here's the weird thing about Cedric Ellis is he got better and better and was pretty good in 2009 for the Saints. Yeah, he was a starter on the Super Bowl team. And then he fucking fell off a cliff and was like, fuck the NFL, I'm retiring. Like he was a he had a really weird career kind of because usually like guys that are bust, they kind of like – he got better. Like, you could see him. You're like, okay, he's not great. Maybe they shouldn't have picked him seventh. But you could see incremental progress, improvement. And then he just sucked and was done. Yeah, it was really weird. It was one of those things where, you know, he was he was ascending. He got better every year. And you really felt like he was poised after that 2009 season to really kind of make the next jump and be an all-pro and really be the best defensive tackle in the league maybe. He was certainly on his way to doing that, and then uh, out of nowhere, he just fell off a cliff. It was really strange. Kevin, who do you vote for, Cedric Ellis or Josh Lay? Do you know who Josh Lay is? Did you remember him? Because I didn't. No. 
Uh, I can't. I I have trouble remembering what I did over the weekend. Are you taking a dump <coughs> in a tiny bathroom? So, <coughs> yeah, you. I'm voting Cedric Ellis. It's unanimous. All right, this is an interesting one. Not really. Malcolm Jenkins, the 17 seed, versus Greg Ramos. How do you say that? Romeus. Greg Romeus. Romeus. Oh, Romeus. Andrew, go first. Who you got? Yeah, Romeus, I think he was the seventh rounder. Yeah, and that's correct. He was one of those guys, I think his senior year, he was injured with like a knee injury. And he was like a first-round grade. Like it, it, People were saying, oh, he would have been a first-round pick if he had been healthy. And so, obviously, every Saints fan was enamored with the guy and thought he was going to be the next Pat Swilling. And he um, never and, got healthy. And, and I think he spent about two weeks in camp and then landed on IR immediately uh, his first season and then immediately on IR his second season. <laughs> uh, so, so, basically, he spent two seasons on IR. And, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, as disappointing as he was, um, uh, this is an easy choice for me. Kevin? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going Malcolm Jenkins. Dave. Oh, definitely Jenkins. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins. He wasn't he wasn't great, but he was okay. I mean, he, he wasn't a he wasn't a horrible horrible first round. They've had worse. They've had a, the Saints have had a lot worse in their history. Um, but yeah, we'll go Malcolm Jenkins. Now this one. Ellis Jenkins in the second round is going to be a, a tough one, I think. Yeah, this is going to be a no, this. This one's going to be a fun. This one's going to be a fun one, and I'm going to tell you why. The next one we have Marvin Mitchell versus Rufus Johnson, and I'm going Marvin Mitchell, and I believe this firmly on the, why he should win, because during Tracy Porter's interception during the Super Bowl, Marvin Mitchell goes ape shit on the sideline and runs with Tracy Porter. If you watch the Super Bowl highlight, you'll see it. Marvin Mitchell is like a fan going bananas on the sideline. And for that alone, I'm voting Marvin Mitchell. Dave, who you got? Who is this Marvin Mitchell versus who? Versus Rufus Johnson. Oh. Ruf- Rufus Johnson may as well be the exact same player as Greg Romius. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with Mitchell. He he was a you know he was a role player for a fair amount of years. What three four years? Um, you know I mean he was just one of the many linebackers in the years that the, the Saints had a mediocre linebacking. Course. Yeah, li- li- no, but lit- literally Marvin Mitchell is a seventh round pick. He's probably the best linebacker that Sean Payton ever drafted. He was, yeah, he was, uh, I'm not kidding. He's he's right. From a value standpoint in the seventh round, I can't even think of another linebacker, I guess, that they've picked. Uh, Oh, he might be. But, and, and and Mitchell was pretty good on special teams too. Uh, Kevin, have you voted? Hey, did he make the team? Did he make the 53 man roster? He's the best linebacker in Sean Payton draft history. Kevin, have you voted (laughs) on this? I'm totally lost now that we've decided. Uh, I have not voted and I'm voting Marvin Mitchell. (laughs) I'm so happy that Marvin Mitchell went through. I didn't think he would, but now we've just decided in the last 90 seconds. (laughs) Linebacker, the Saints have drafted. That is so sad. That is so sad. Uh, the next one, oh, this is a, this is a pretty fun one. Osama Young versus Stanley Jean Baptiste. Kevin, Yar. Who, who you got, Kevin? Osama Young. Did Osama Young, Osama Young actually fucking played? And even if Osama Young didn't play, 
there's at least those photos of him from one of the training camps on a fucking scooter. <laughs> did did Osama did he ever do anything constructive for the Saints ever? He was a good special yeah. team player, and he's still in the league. He's still decent, but uh, he I, I do remember him as the guy. I can't remember if it was Roman Harper or uh, Malcolm Jenkins or if it was Darren Sharper maybe, but somebody got hurt in the, in the Super, Super Bowl. And he, Usama Young immediately came in and got torched by Peyton Manning for a touchdown. And Sean Peyton called it when he went into the game. They're like, they're going to roast Usama Young. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going Usama Young too. Who hasn't voted for this one? I haven't. Go ahead. Um, all right. Well, first of all, I, I feel, I, I feel bad for Usama Young because, as, as Andrew mentioned, I feel like that's what Saints fans remember most is him getting burned on that touchdown in the Super Bowl. And I feel like it has totally uh, washed away all of the other good things that he did for the two, three years that he was with the team before that. Um, he really wasn't that bad. He was a good special teams guy. Um, definitely a, a a great guy off the field. He was Canal Street Chronicles' first player interview. Um, there's a little fun fact for you. So, um, and with all I the injuries we had at safety last year, it would have been nice to have him. He he really wasn't that bad. You guys are being revisionist. No, you're only thinking about that one Super Bowl play, which admittedly it was, you know, not a good play. But uh, but I'm, anyway, I'm voting definitely for Usama to go through. All right. I pick him too, and I tell you, I mean, Stanley Jean Baptiste is on an inside track to one of the worst Sean Payton picks in history. So he is. He's in have the, a good year too. He's, he's going to be a problem. He's, he's 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 up. He's he's in the pole position maybe if he has another bad year. So th- now this gets fun. Who hasn't? All right, Andrew, you can go first for this one. Twenty-nine seed, Corey White. 36. How are we doing this? Are we are we doing the whole first round today? Yeah, or are we doing we're do, one whole? We're doing just the whole first round today. Okay, good. I, I Co- like it. Corey White, Ronald Powell, Andrew, who you got? <sighs> so Ronald Powell, he, as a rookie, I mean, he, he made the 53-man roster, which for a, a Sean Payton drafted linebacker is a big deal. And he, he spent the whole year on, on the roster, 16 games. So that alone is an accomplishment. Um he did okay on special teams. Uh, he didn't play much on defense. Corey White's tough. I mean, he, he's now cracked the starting lineup twice um, and kind of been a disaster each time. <laughs> so, But it, 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 it's it, it's tough because it's it's like – He's a starter, he, but he's a disaster. Right. So it's almost <laughs> like these guys, like they, they make their way up the depth chart and they actually get to see real minutes as opposed to some of these guys that maybe don't play at all or, or just play on special teams. And it's like they get punished for maybe playing above their heads. I, if Corey White was a three or four corner all year, I just don't think we would hate him as much. That is true. Um, and so that's a little unfair to him. I, the guy should have never been a starter. Um, but, I mean, it's really just – it's hard to get over just some of the god-awful plays. I'm, I'm so glad that he's not on the Saints. And I, I'm, I'm going to vote Ronald Powell here just because – if anything else, then an ignorance is bliss factor, and I'm just hoping that he will turn out better than Corey White did. I vote Ronald Powell, too, on just what Andrew said. Kevin? Oh, God. Um, fuck it, I'm going Corey White. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, we got ourselves a t- 
because I'm going with Corey White for the exact opposite reason that you guys are going with Ronald Powell. I feel like we can only look at what they've done so far, and so far Corey White has contributed more to the team than Ronald Powell has. Yeah, contributed more deep passes and and uh, interference calls. All right, one of you one of you people tweeted out, "We need a tiebreaker, better better draft pick, Corey White or Ronald Powell." Tell the Twitter they can break the tie. Was every draft pick included in this, or just like the top? 64 32 every every sean payton pick it's like 55 players all right this one's this one's an easy one uh dave it's a good thing they don't draft like the patriots you can start it off zach streif number 13 seed tavon rooks the number 52 seed oh this is by far the biggest blowout (laughs) of the tournament so far zach streif i don't even need to explain this yeah, he was Zach Streif. He came along nicely. He was, he was tackle eligible guy for a couple of years. I mean, to get if you did a redraft, Andrew, if you did a redraft of 2006, how many of the Saints players that they picked in 2006 would be number one picks if you redid it? I think. Oh, I, I mean, I think Streif has had a first round pick career. I mean, no, no worse than a second round pick. I mean, Colston Evans. And uh, Reggie Bush, of course, are all first-round quality. I would argue um, Roman Harper's a late first. Yeah, maybe, you know, early second. I mean, I think Roman Harper, where he got picked, is about right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think definitely four at least and maybe five. Kevin, uh, can you tell me one thing about Tavon Rooks before you vote? <laughs> Uh, his last name is multiple chess pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well played. All right. That's, we... about, that's about it. Seriously. How is Tavon Rooks not on the roster? Like he's already off the Saints. He just got drafted. What I don't know. He didn't need, they drafted him. The, tackles, the Saints backup tackles aren't even good and he's already he off the picked roster. And he was like, I got picked. They said I wasn't going to. He was surprised that he got drafted, like legitimately surprised. He's like, they told me I wasn't going to get picked. I got picked. I'm surprised. That, that was a so whole... can, can we call this a queen, clean sweep? Yeah, we can. All right. Uh, All right. Hey, did, did someone tweet out the court Corey White, Ronald Powell tie? Mm, I did not. Somebody. You, Dave? Dave? No, I'm not in front of a computer. Kevin is somebody. Oh, shit. Well, then I have to then. All right. Hang on. All right, Dave. All right. All right Andrew, do this one. Akeem Hicks, the 20 seed versus mm-hmm. Mike ha- Haas, the 45 seed. Oh yeah, Mike Hass is, was basically Andy Tanner of five years ago. Um, he he was oh a, my god he was a fan favorite. I mean, Saints report yes. was all over that guy. They were gushing on <laughs> I him. I was, and yeah. they were like, in '06, literally in the mini camp, they were like, Mike, ha, he's awesome. Colston's terrible. He can't even finish drills. Like yeah. people were going fucking ape shit over him i was oh, one of them <laughs> this is an easy one of course we'll pick uh akeem hicks i will say this i gotta give joe vick credit because this was the draft class where the saints didn't have a first round pick uh because they traded it away for ingram they didn't have a second round pick because roger goodell took it away and so their first pick was a third rounder and they didn't have sean payton to kind of educate them on who to take and they take this guy out of Canada, Re- Regina, Canada, and I had no idea who he was, and I thought it was the worst pick ever, and I hated it. And, uh, you know, for a third-round pick, I think Akeem Hicks has turned into a really nice player. And I hope he has a nice rebound year, but I think even if, 
you know, this is kind of it. And what we, what we've seen so far is what, what we'll get out of Hicks. I still think it was a pretty good pick and um, that's an easy. If he's ever going to put it, if, if he, Hicks is ever going to put it together, it's going to be this year in his contract year. Like yeah, this is going to be agree. like, like you, you could not, it would not stun me. Like if he is fantastic and some team like Dave, it would not surprise me if Hicks is so good that we are both petrified that the Saints will lose him to free agency and petrified that the Saints might have to pay him $10 million a year. Yeah, yeah. So Hicks or, Hicks or Haas? Come on. Okay. Four, four clean sweep all the way through? Yep. Right, Kevin, this... did, you, did you tweet out yet, Kevin? Yeah, and I still haven't gotten a response. Right. Some asshole okay. actually Maybe... responded, Stanley Jean-Baptiste. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Alfredo. <laughs> All right, Broke Kevin. My heart. Kevin. Maybe somebody with more followers should tweet that out. Fuck Ke- uh, off. <laughs> Kevin, Vinny Sinceri or Stanley Arno? Holy <laughs> Christ. Now we're into the dregs. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, at this point, I would totally pick prepackaged Star Wars figures over both of them. <laughs> Luke and Obi Wan, we're all you, here and Chewy. Who you? Um, who you got? Stanley Arnu did have his Super Bowl ring stolen. Oh well, there you go. Oh yeah, because he, he left it in his car when he valeted or something, right? That's that's her accurate. Fucking dope. Well, fuck it. He's got a Super Bowl ring, so screw it. I'm picking him. Well, no, he doesn't. It, no, he doesn't. <laughs> it. <laughs> That's what we're trying to tell you. Andrew, who you got? Uh, I like Sinceri. I mean, Arnu was kind of a backup. He was on the 53-man roster for a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, I think Sinceri, when it's all said and done, I mean, he, he's already had a decent year one before he got hurt. It's a shame. It's a sh- it was a sh- I mean, it's obviously a shame when, when anybody gets hurt. But for him to get hurt, it really was a shame because if he wouldn't have, he would have played instead of Pierre Warren. And I would have liked to see him play more because I think the saints view him as a future piece of the team. And I think he'd have been okay. I I think he's limited physically, but he's from the Nick Saban secondary school. So he knows what to fucking do and where I I could also see him being a Steve Gleason type guy or a Chris Reese type that stays on the team for five, six years. For special teams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that, that's definitely – I like Sinceri. I'm like Sinceri too. Dave? Yeah, I'm taking some Sinceri. I mean, and not just not just for the potential that he has in the future, um, but even just comparing his body of work with Arnaud, I still would take Sinceri. Okay, uh, this next one gets really interesting because we have Brandon Cooks and Antonio no, – it's not. No, it's it's interesting, Kevin, because Antonio Pittman. People forget how bad of a pick he was because yes. because Pierre Thomas came along and everybody's just like, oh, he beat out Ant- Antonio Pittman in that cute. The Saints gave up a fifth round pick to move up in the fourth round to get Antonio Pittman, and he didn't. You know the Saints moving up. Moving Saints moving up is usually a failure. That's what that is. I know. But I'm going Brandon Cooks. Uh, Andrew, who you got in this one? Cooks. Kevin. Cooks is clean. It's the queen's name. This All right, this one's interesting because, Dave, Rob Ninkovich versus Marcel Jones. Rob Ninkovich was 
nothing for the Saints. He got injured and they cut him. Uh, but for New England, he's been really good. So who do you vote for? Well, are we voting on – Vote however the fuck you want. It's America. Or we, if we're voting on their career, obviously, Ninkovich by a landslide. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to pick Marcel Jones just because I, I think we're, we're talking about I, – I think, if anything, the Ninkovich pick was even worse because they didn't recognize what they had with him and cut him when he could have been great for the Saints. Kevin? You know they what? picked him. Uh, you know what? Juge uh, swayed me on that. I'm going Jones too. And what wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't Marcel Jones? Didn't he have like dreads? And didn't he play? With no, the Saints he, he has a huge afro, huge afro. Huge afro. Huge afro. I'm going Marcel yeah. Jones because afros are cool. Wait, was Marcel Jones the uh, the wideout? No, he's a tackle. Tackle. He's really tall. Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Mike Haas. <laughs> no, not Mike Haas. It, it was. It, it, <laughs> He had dreadlocks. He was on the practice squad. Mike, you're thinking of Haw- you're Tyler thinking Green? Of- no. You're thinking of Michael Hawthorne, maybe, from the Hazlitt days? No. He was like no, a no, really no. tall, goofy-looking corner. This was a Peyton guy. I think he caught like a touchdown pass during that Cowboys uh, ass-kicking. Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, why yeah, he was, a, he was a receiver. I can't remember his name. Not Jermaine. Right, but, Jermaine but you Jones. know who I'm talking about, yeah, though, I do. right? I Jamal do. Jones. Okay. Jamal Jones. Yeah. There we go. All right. He was undrafted. Well, never mind. I got the wrong Jones. So. All right. Fuck it. I'm changing my vote back to Rob Ninkovich. All right. So is it two two? It's two two then. Tweet All right. We need another tiebreaker. All right. This one is where Andrew Juge, where you made the bracket, it was genius. Number thirty-one, the Bounty Gate twenty thirteen second round pick versus Andy Allman. I'm voting Bounty Gate second round pick because in my dreams, it's a corner that's starting for the Saints right now. So I vote Bounty Gate second round pick. Dave, who do you vote for? Uh, I don't know. Andy gonna... Andy Allman was a fucking disaster. How am I going to approach this? <laughs> I, I think Andy Allman was on the team for a year or two, right? I think he. Uh, I think I think having a physical player uh, still trumps nothing at all. So I'm gonna <laughs> Killjoy, Kevin, who you got? I'm taking I'm taking the idea. <laughs> I am a man of I am a man of abstract. So I will uh, take the sec the imaginary second round player that was robbed of us. Andrew. Yeah, I, I'll take the imaginary pick for two reasons. Reason number one, fuck Roger Goodell. <laughs> and re- reason number two, if you were to give me the option between Andy Allman or nothing at all, I would pick the latter. <laughs> That's harsh. Now, Kevin, this one's fun. Robert Meacham versus David Jones. It's only fun because I don't know who the fuck David Jones who, is. Who the hell's David Jones? David Jones ended up being okay for the Bengals, I believe. At what? What, what was he like? Corner. He was a corner. What year was he drafted? Yeah. He was the lead singer of the Monkees. Yeah. Uh, Did someone tweet out Ninkovich? Do I need to take over this? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. tweet yeah. out you Ninkovich versus Marcel Jones. I'm still waiting on somebody to fucking respond to Corey White and Ronald Powell. So who you got? Who you got, Dave Meacham or David Jones? Who is David Jones? He was a corner. They picked in 07, <coughs> I think. In 06? No, 07. In 07? The year they drafted Meacham? 
Dave, you've got early onset dementia, bro. I do. <laughs> no, I don't. You guys have... I've said this before. You guys have bizarro fucking memory when it comes to the Saints. You probably don't remember jack shit else, but you probably still remember all these fucking nobody. I don't think the average Saints fan remembers David fucking Jones. Um, I'm picking uh, Meacham. Kevin. Early onset dementia. Andrew. Yeah, of course, Meacham. Uh, 2007, fifth round pick, David Jones. Who who was drafted before him and who was drafted after him by the Saints? Well, I don't have that in front of me, Dave. Oh, all right, all right. But, uh, pretty Fifth pretty. round, David Jones. What's the school? Wingate. He's a small school. He's oh, a I remember. Okay. I remember. <laughs> that, that sort of. I vote Meacham. Meacham's fun, man. He's got the Meach around. It's, 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 Meacham was fun. Uh, and I thought Me- Meacham, I wrote a column about him saying he was the worst fucking draft pick in Saints history in the middle of his rookie year and he ended end up not being that. So I vote Meacham. I'm sorry. Alright, so the first one is Ronald Powell and Corey White, right? That's the first tiebreaker? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then what was the second? Remind Nink- me. Ninkovic. Uh, no. Ninkovic. Yeah, Ninkovic and jo- Marcel Jones. Okay. Wang's gonna break that tie and vote Jones. <laughs> if he he I really him. hope so. He loves him some Marcel Jones. Um, who hasn't voted for Meacham or David Jones? Or do we? It's a it, landslide. Meacham. All right. Uh, the Dave, you can start this one. The dearly departed Kenny Stills versus Andrew Tiller. Oh. Um, I'll take Kenny Stills. I mean, Andrew Tiller was nothing. He he did not. Did he ever make the fifty-three? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even know if he ever made the fifth. No, I mean, he, he and he and uh, Marcel Jones are the same player, basically. <laughs> yeah. Just Andrew, Kenny Stills, Tiller. Oh, obviously, Stills. Stills. Kevin. Stills. Yeah, Stills all the way through. Okay. All right, was Meacham a clean sweep? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry right. I'm, I'm, Kevin, I'm updating now. This one's fun. Demo- Kevin, Demario Presley. Adrian Arrington. <laughs> That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Ah, damn it. Oh, I got to go with Adrian Arrington. No. He didn't look. He I, I don't I don't even remember him playing. But oh my god, the amount of plays and catches and touchdowns he scored in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> If, if I if I'm if I'm staring at any foot at, at an empty football field on a sunny day and if I squint just right, I can see him stretching the field. Now wait, I, I remember he would light it up in in preseason, but he played a he played a few games in the yeah, regular it, season, right, and had yeah, some did. like good stats, put some good numbers up. I think he's got over. I think he's got like ten or twelve catches. Let's see. Uh. Andrew, all right, we've got a tiebreaker finally for Corey White. At thanks to Adam Fasho for uh, stepping up to the plate for us, he picks Corey White over Ronald Powell. All right, Andrew Arrington or Presley? Oh man, I mean, if we're going based on preseason stats, I mean, Adrian (laughs) Arrington's a one seed, Um, but. uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, he he never amounted to anything. He was. They traded up to get him too. In in Arrington's in, in the Mike Christ. Mike Hass 
<laughs> Mike Hass school of, you know, uh, fans thinking he's the next, second coming. I want to say they gave up a sixth and seventh round pick for the next year to move back into the seventh round to get Arrington. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm going to Mario Presley. I think he was on the Super Bowl team, too. I thought he had like a bum club foot or something and never played. <laughs> no, Demario Presley was on the roster for a couple years. All right, as a backup. <laughs> yeah, I go with Presley. I go with Adrian Arrington because I'm like Kevin. In my dreams, he was All Pro. So you're gonna have to tweet that out. That's a, wait, wow, wait, you guys t- suck. All right, <laughs> Kevin, Teron Armstead or Al Woods? <laughs> Armstead. <laughs> Al Woods, he peaked when he his his YouTube video of him celebrating getting picked by the Saints. <laughs> that was his yeah. peak, and it was it's. I felt so bad because he was so excited that the Saints picked him, and I can remember Mike Detilier because the Saints traded up to get Al Woods too. And I remember Mike Detilier saying, "Man, whenever you pick a college player uh, on potential and they can't do it at the college level." To think they're going to suddenly become good at the NFL level is a bad idea. And Mike Dettelier was right. Uh, Teron Armstead. Is that a clean sweep, gentlemen? Teron Armstead? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I knew oh. Al Woods would never amount to anything because when he was first drafted, his agent was hooked up with like a publicist person. And they had contacted us immediately. And Al Woods used to write posts for Canal Street Chronicles. And I knew that was never going to last. So uh, <laughs> put, I, I, <laughs> I knew he was going to have to be a disappointment. You put the gree on him. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dave, you can start this one. Patrick Robinson or Nate Bussey? Uh, uh, Nate Bussey. I remember Nate Bussey. I also did an interview with him after he was drafted. Yeah, I did too. Um, Quit interviewing players, man. Nate, <laughs> Nate Bussey's agent was, was hardcore after the bloggers. Yeah. Or some um, pub. And he never really amounted to anything. And I know we all hate Patrick Robinson, but he's got a few interceptions and he's been a quote-unquote starter on, on the Saints for a couple of years. So I got to go with Robinson. I go Robinson too, Kevin. He rob Andrew? Patrick Robinson can go to hell. Nate Bussey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is it. Kevin, you can do this one. This one's a hard one. The Bounty Gate 2012 second-round pick or Matt Tennant. Another disaster that the Saints traded up to get. Seriously, they traded the up to get Gate Matt Tennant? They traded, up to, they traded up to get Matt Tennant. Wow. Okay, you know what I'm realizing? This tournament is making me realize – the Saints that this are fucking terrible team at trading. Up. Can't really draft. No. Not since 06. Not really. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who you got, Kevin? I told you, the imaginary guy. <laughs> I'm going imaginary too, because at least in my dreams, imaginary friends never broke my heart. Dave? I have to vote for Tennant just because of uh, the way I voted last time. He got beat out by Owen Kurtz, who was a fucking corpse, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had to suffer through Owen Kurtz and uh, Brian De La Puente for two years, thanks to Matt Tennant, who was supposed to be the center of the future. So, yeah, he can go to hell. All right, this is where I have one. Bounty gate all the way. This is where I have one quibble with Andrew. And, Kevin, you can start this one off. Is, I believe... is this a clean sweep with Bounty yeah. Gate? Yeah. Okay. This is a this is a t- this no. Is a- I voted for Tennant. 
Yeah, you no. did. Yeah, yes. Dave did. Uh, okay. All right, Kevin. This is where one, the one era I think Andrew made in seeding. I thought that Tracy Porter deserved a buy. Uh, he's got Tracy. Uh, at the very least, he should have been higher. He got. He's got Tracy. Tracy Porter versus Chip Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Tracy Porter. I, I'm not even going to explain it, Kevin. Dude, it's yeah. the fucking legend killer, man. It's the legend killer. Andrew. Andrew, explain why Tracy Porter didn't get a buy. Uh, I guess just because I didn't feel like he, you know, he had two huge plays. I guess it depends on how, how much you boost him based on, you know, a couple games, but I didn't feel like his career with the Saints was that great beyond, uh, beyond those plays. But I mean, obviously they were yeah, just monumental. Just, just, just the game saving pick in the NFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the clincher yeah. in the Super Bowl. It's just a couple plays. Not fair enough. Games. That's it. What, uh, wait, what is he ranked? 14. Um, All right, this is fun. Andrew, you can start this one off. Kenny Vaccaro versus Tyler Melhoff. (gasps) Only thing I know about him is he missed a fucking extra point in London and had to fucking swim home. That's all I know about him. Taylor (laughs) Melhoff was... still living in London. (laughs) Taylor Melhoff couldn't make a a kick in preseason. I think he was like... I think he missed a, a few kicks then. Uh, and they cut him, so he didn't even make the original team. And then they bring him back because Gramatica, I think, was a disaster. And I think he went two for five and, and missed an extra point. Yeah, so uh, Vaccaro, <laughs> Vaccaro basically, if, if he has a pulse, he's better. Yeah, I vote Vaccaro. Dave? Vaccaro. Kevin? <laughs> Vaccaro. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Oh, no, yeah. Dave, Dave needs this one. Dave, your boy Nick Is Toon. Is it Mark Ingram? Oh, okay. No, Nick Toon <laughs> versus Johnny Patrick. <laughs> also interviewed Johnny Patrick. Johnny uh, Patrick was fucking terrible. Okay, Jesus. we okay we have Adrian Arrington has beaten Demario Presley, uh, so that that tie's <laughs> been broken. Yeah. That that uh, was uh, th- thanks to Saints Pelicans twenty three for that. Yeah. Yeah, you know who was really excited about Johnny Patrick from Louisville getting drafted was Jeff Duncan, his fellow yeah. Kentuckyite. Uh, 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 that alone was enough to make you sick. So uh, I'm definitely going with uh, – uh, wait, who is it? Nick Toon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nick Toon. I mean, Nick 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 Toon is like one notch above Andy Tanner, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll still no, pick Nick Toon. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm not going to – Nick Toon used to be my punchline, but he showed me a little something last exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's a little something. Some. I, I always thought the Saints kind of held him back, and he would never really was given enough opportunity. But Andrew, I feel like he kind of got lost. Yeah, Andrew, Nick Toon. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Patrick was a joke. In fact, I think uh, Patrick was uh, most recently uh, in the in the combine for veterans. Uh, I think he was. He was – participating in that so that, that should tell you all you need to know yeah, uh, he got sucked by that pyramid scheme yep so yeah nick tune for me my favorite tweet about the, the the veteran combine they showed it live and when uh brady quinn was throwing they were showing, brady quinn is now at the being on the nfl network uh throwing passes somebody tweeted out there are children watching nfl network <laughs> all right uh kevin mark ingram or Kyrie Fort? Forte? I don't know how to say it. Kyrie, Kyrie Fort. Kyrie Fort, who, of all the bad Saints linebackers, he may be the fucking worst. He f- would fall asleep in meetings. Kevin, Ingram Fort. What Fort you got? Ingram. 
Mark Ingram, dude. Mark Ingram. Dave. Yep, Ingram. Is your boyfriend going to run for 1,000 yards this year? Yep. Uh, Andrew? Is Andrew there? Yeah, sorry. Well, Ingram, sorry, what was Ingram, it? Ingram, 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 Fort. Are, are you seriously asking that? <laughs> no, I'm seriously asking that. I mean, Kerry Fort might be the worst pick ever. <laughs> I, I think I like the Al Woods pick better. Oh my God! At least they didn't. Did they trade up to to, to draft him? No. Kyrie. All right. Uh, Andrew John Jenkins, twenty-two seed. Sean Canfield, Canfield, whatever. Uh, who you got? Yeah, again, Sean Canfield, trash. Um, I like the Tyler Polko pick pick by uh by Hazlitt better. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the dancing bear. Kevin. <laughs> the dancing bear. Oh God. I'm going John Jenkins. I feel like John Jenkins is Jonathan Sullivan. If Jonathan Sullivan just gave a little bit of shits. <laughs> like if, if Jonathan Sullivan would have cared like 15%, I think that's what John Jenkins is. Like, there's a little bit of potential there, Dave. Uh, yeah, can't. I mean, you know, Canfield was a total disappointment. He was only drafted in, like, what, the sixth round, the seventh sixth, round? Sixth. Yeah. He had but, the Danny yeah, Werfel arm, but he was left-handed. Like, he yeah. just, like. Did they trade up to get him? I don't know. This I think just... I'm going to do a post about and combine all of the Saints trade-ups. This is mean to say, Kevin, but after doing this tournament the first round, that poor man that the Saints fired as their scouting director or whatever, I'm like, yeah, he kind of needed to be fired after <laughs> after sitting with this for the last 30 minutes. He kind of needed to be shot into space. Well, <laughs> I mean, holy shit! It's, it's, I mean, that is a that is a veritable who's that? <laughs> this was awesome. All props to I mean, Andrew. My Keith. God, man! I mean, look. I know we fuck. We all fucking love Mickey Loomis, and this... the guy makes tremendous de- decisions and cap stuff and all that kind of shit. But my God, man, this, <laughs> this team, this team has serious issues drafting. Was that the end of the first round? Are we done? That was the end of the first We're round. We're still. I still need a tie break for Ninkovich and Marcel Jones, so I retweeted that out. Um, I think I put a four zero accidentally, Dave. What was the guy that you voted for that I didn't give you credit for? Uh, Matt Tennant over. Oh, Matt Tennant. Oh, you're right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, the the one good thing about this tournament, though, I will say is, if the Saints can just hit a home run draft like they did in 2006, they're okay. You only really need to have like one great draft, and you can be almost Super Bowl quality. But this draft, I mean, this is these are some fucking terrible picks, man. It'll yeah. be better. It'll be better in the second round after the buys. But man, they got the thing that makes the picks worse. I feel like is that you're every well, every time you guys would laugh at a guy, I would mention, oh, they traded up for him, and you'd you, everybody would groan. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> so, um, so that about does it for this podcast. Uh, we'll do round two next week. Uh, sorry, we didn't get to the we didn't get to the Twitter questions. We worked. All right, Rob Ninkovich got it. Yeah, well, well, we worked some of the Twitter questions in, and, and as we get closer to the draft, we'll do more. Uh, Kevin, 25 seconds, 
If you go more than 25 seconds about WrestleMania, I swear to God, I'm going to tase you. 25 <laughs> seconds quick on WrestleMania. Uh, very fun show. Uh, the RKO was fucking awesome. Uh, Triple H versus Sting made absolutely no sense, but I fucking loved it anyway. Rusev came out in a goddamn tank. That may be the greatest WrestleMania entrance of all time. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun show. All right, so go to Saints Nation. Andrew's doing mock drafts upon mock drafts, and Computer Model Dave has got people doing all kinds of stuff. He's got, he'll have crazy fun stuff tomorrow. Uh, on Canal Street Chronicles, go there. Kevin, as always, is on Tinder. Actually, we have a uh, breaking news update on that. What is that? I am no longer on Tinder. What? Tinder, it turns out Tinder decided to no longer be a free service, and you kind of have to pay for it now. Otherwise, they really don't match you with anybody. Oh, so I just I don't know us married us married folk don't date anymore so I don't know anything about that. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm really disappointed to hear this. I am too. Yeah. Well, so, hey, so look, Kevin, what, worry, what's so your go-to? Uh, are, are we are we going match now? Or are we? No, 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 no. I'm still I still have an OKCupid account. Um, I just have to really like put forth more effort on OKCupid now. So well, that's the that's the go-to now. Okay. So Cupid. now it'll be yeah. Kevin is on. Okay, Cupid. Okay. Yeah. And you know I gotta say that the second round is gonna be more challenging. I mean we've got just to read this out real quick. We've got Jari Evans against Charles Brown. Okay, that's easy. Cedric Ellis against Malcolm Jenkins. Mm. Roman Harper against Marvin Mitchell. Reggie Bush against Usama Young. Cameron Jordan against Corey White. Zach Streif against Akeem Hicks. Thomas Morstead against Cincinnati, Cooks against Ninkovich, Colston against Bountygate, uh, Meacham against Stills, that's a tough one, Carl Nix against Arrington, Teron Armstead, Patrick Robinson, Jimmy Graham against another Bountygate pick, uh, Tracy Porter against Vaccaro, uh, Bushrod against Toon, and Ingram against the Dancing Bear. That's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. That'll be that'll be next week. And once again, before we get out of here, we want to thank again everybody for donating. The computer will be bought this week, and the the current one will be retired. Uh, we can't say thank you enough to everybody for what, donating. What brand are you going to get, Ralph? I don't know. I, that's the thing. I I I need suggestions. I haven't bought a computer since '07, so I'm not like I'm not as tech savvy as what I was. The thing that I needed, I needed to be uh, last, like a son of a bitch, because I don't want to go back to the well. People have donated once. They're not going to donate again. So I need something that's going to be last. It's got a lot of space and that uh, has good audio qualities so that I can plug in and do the headset and people can get good audio quality from the podcast. You, be, you basically need the Honda Accord of, of computers. Yes, that's what I need. I need the Honda Accord of computers. If anybody has any suggestions, let me know. So, that's it. So, um, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week, uh, be well. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs>